The I Am Man podcast is produced by men for men. We are here to support men through their individual journeys to authentic and holistic manhood. We believe men play an essential role in securing the future of generations and deserve to be seen and heard. Our podcast is a safe space where men from all walks of life can come and process through life's challenges to become the best versions of themselves. myself i had to find myself to i had to be loved man i needed to be loved on i need to be loved on for real <laughs> you know what i mean so that was one i need to be loved on i think stability i think what you said brain i think that's awesome because we we all need love significance meaning purpose right and after we get that out of these relationships that we're in and obviously out of our relationship with god so that was really important that accountability piece was so important to me okay because I found myself with people that cared about me and I cared about them and I needed somebody to hold me accountable to the values that I had, to remind me of who I was. So I'm now finding back my identity. I'm finding back who I am. I'm finding back, you know what? Was I perfect? No, but I didn't deserve this. To really reach back and dig yourself out of this hole to all the things that the enemy is telling you was your fault because that's what it feels like. Yeah. Everything was your fault. You know, your wife leaving, your, your children, all these things, they're your fault. It's laid at your feet. And and to be honest, our culture treats us like that, too. What did you do wrong, husband? What did you didn't love your wife right? You wasn't making enough money. You didn't have a big enough house or, or not. What did you do? So I'm taking all the burden and this blame. And now I have to, I'm digging myself out of this hole of depression and anxiety, a lack of identity. And I'm finding out, no. I did everything I knew how to do. Didn't mean I was always right, but it did mean I was trying. And I find out that if all you're doing is trying in your marriage, you can work anything out in your marriage. The moment somebody gives up, the marriage is over. Yeah. And that's what happened. Somebody gave up. So now God's giving me back my identity and now I'm getting back my manhood. Now I'm getting back my confidence. Now I'm getting back where I belong, my purpose. And now I'm getting my joy back. And with that, I'm, I'm ready to go now. I'm ready to go again. So man, Nino, where are you in this process? Yeah. Uh, like Joe, I, for me, I had realized like I, lost my identity. I, I don't think I knew who I really was at like, you know, post-divorce. Um, and I didn't realize it until at that moment. I said, like, wow, I, I feel like a lot of what I am or what I do is invested in, uh, in my marriage. Uh, so, you know, I immediately noticed even like my characteristics, uh, I had lost relationships in between that time for sake of like keeping my marriage, you know, and things of that nature. And so like, you know, it's just like trying to find myself really was what it was. So that came from like my personality, you know, you know, diverting back to who I really was. You know, I felt like I even tried to avoid talking to specific people. I avoided uh, certain, you know, uh, I don't want to say certain humor, but just like just my natural humorous ways because of, you know, the uh, marriage that I was in. Um, and, you know, it's like initially early on, I, I put a lot of blame um, to the, to the, uh, issues that she had going on at the time. Right now as like time has progressed. I realized, well, it, I mean, yeah, it, it connected to that, but the reality was, is that I had an issue. Um, if I knew that those were things that, uh, kept me back from being mean, then I should have been speaking about those things. And I was, I was holding my mouth back to avoid confrontations, to avoid conflict. You know, I can say now and be mad enough to say like, you know what? I should have been mad enough to 
come and confront conflict, you know, come and confront and have a little, you know, a little bit of argument to get to a solution. Um, and that was, that was really the issue. But yeah, I, I noticed I had, you know, just lost myself really. So once I came to realizing that I started by first building myself in my relationships, my friendships and my, even with family, you know, I had kind of noticed I had distanced myself from people for sake of my marriage. Um, and not to say that those are things that she requested. These were just all things that mentally and internally I thought I needed to do to keep it strong or what have you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was is really identifying myself was the thing. Once I came to uh, one, identifying myself and then two, l- understanding my value. Right. I no longer needed like a uh, opposite gender to give me my value myself and, and, and what God had placed before me. I you know was able to receive and that was completely fine with me, um, changed everything. Um, and so with that being said, then I just started kind of striding along with certain passions and in my case now I you know I do photography and videography and it wasn't until realizing like man I really had lost like the direction of art I love art altogether and so um I started diving myself into like the art end of things right from like you know video and photography to just I mean just all all ends of it all ends of it um and like I said just rebuilding uh those those relationships man so you know um marriage is about two people becoming one flesh Right. And so, uh, of course, you would say um, that you would lose a part of yourself. You have to refine yourself because I believe that you were in process of becoming one during the marriage. So when you pull away or when you're no longer in the marriage, you have to figure out and rebuild you a whole you, a whole you. Um, I think in a lot of times in marriage, we sacrifice certain things for the sake of comfort, for the sake of the relationship. Um, but one thing that I keep hearing is that you guys have decided to really choose to say, hey, this is who I am and this is OK. This is this is what I like. And this is a, OK. This is what these are the things I'm passionate about. And it's OK. And I, I really want to know um, what has the journey to I'm good, I'm okay, I'm enough. I um, those those um, those declarations, those mantras that you have um, used as um, pathways to get to a place of wholeness. Um, what are some of the things you tell yourself on the daily basis to make sure that you're still moving in the right direction, Tommy? Um. Uh, man, for me, it, it took a lot of uh, like right after my divorce, man, um, like like everybody's been saying, I had that moment of kind of like just feeling like, man, who who am I? What am I like? Am I a man? This and whatever. And it took a lot of me like doing like a lot of soul searching, um, a lot of uh, trying to connect to other people, just build a community with 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 people listening to uh, different speakers and stuff like that. Uh, to the point where I started to get, you know, my own mantra. And uh, one of the things that I practiced, um, I forgot who who did it, but she, it was a lady. And she was like, uh, it was something that she does every, I mean, every night before she goes to bed, she looks in the mirror and she tells herself five things that she's proud of that she did that day. Mm-hmm. Five things that uh, she wants to forgive herself for doing. Um, and that's kind of what I started doing, looking at myself in the mirror, you know, just speaking to myself like, like, yo, Tommy, you know, um, you, you did this today. This was a great accomplishment. 
that was good that you did that. You got this done. Um, Tommy, I apologize. Like if it was something, maybe I procrastinated on something or maybe I didn't fully commit to something that I said I was going to do. I forgave him look, talking to myself in the mirror. Tommy, I forgive you for not doing this. Just kind of building that self-confidence within uh, to, you know, just get past feeling that uh, that the, the feeling like I'm not enough or feeling like uh, there's something wrong with me. Just really speaking to myself as if I'm a, a whole completely different person. It might sound crazy, but I have to start speaking to myself as if I was somebody trying to inspire somebody else or whatever. And that what, that's what worked for me. Um, really just daily looking in the mirror to the point where it's become a habit now. I even do it with my kids. Uh, before they go to school, they will look in the mirror and tell themselves, you know, I'm going to have a good day today. This is what I'm expecting you to do today. Like, it's just become a habit for us just to build that uh, inner man within ourselves. Wow, that's good. Joe, what, what, what does that look like for you? <clears throat> well, it was really, uh, for me, the story of Joseph. Right. You know, a lot of times we read the Bible, we're not looking for God, we're looking for us. So so I found Joseph and everything he went through and all the pain and suffering that he endured. And it all was meant for a prophetic destination, for a prophetic purpose. And now he becomes the governor of Pharaoh. If one of these things he don't go through. If there's one of these things he doesn't go through, whether it's slavery or incarceration, he does not become the Joseph that saves his whole family from a famine and they end up, he does not become that guy. So for me, I had to embrace what I had went through. I had to accept it and embrace it and say, this made me better. Um, uh, what Nino said about value, I got my value back by understanding that God had purpose in this for me. That I was meant to go through this so that he could find, so he can now shift me to purpose. It was meant for me to be broken back all the way down in order to go to him instead of all of these insignificant things in our culture that makes us, a, us powerful, that makes us a man. I had to go to him all those things now because I couldn't find it in myself anymore. I couldn't find it in my wife and my kids anymore. The only person left that I could really say that loved me was God because I was still here. It's like, I'm still here. So something's right. I'm not destroyed. I'm not dead. Even though I feel, I felt like dying. I'm still here. What's going. I had to crawl back to God and find identity. And from there find purpose not only purpose in the good, but purpose in the bad. We have to find purpose in the bad. Yeah. The bad is a part of our story. If we just pretend like, well, I'm the bad, the, the bad never had anything. No, the bad is a part of who I am. So mm -hmm. because I have value, I can say, no, we can't be friends because I have value now. <laughs> I can say, be selected by the people that I'm going to allow into my life whether they're blessing or not, because I value me now instead of just it being about everybody else and liking me. Does everybody else accept me? That's not good enough anymore. If you're not bringing something in my life that's valuable, we can be cool, but we certainly can't be friends. But that came from my journey. So I'm so grateful for the journey now. And I thank God for purpose. Mm -hmm. that's mm. So... Mm -hmm. I, I, one thing, you know, you get me when you start talking about journey. Um, there is a therapist by the name of um, uh, Joshua Smith. And um, he was on a show with me once and he said, he said, Robert, 
He said, wholeness is the destination, but healing is the journey. Mm-hmm. And that has become a mantra to me is that, and yo, I, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to get churchy here, but I definitely feel healing. Um, I definitely feel healing and restoration. Um, if there's somebody that's watching right now that has gone through divorce who, or who has been through traumatic experiences and you've been carrying shame, you've been carrying guilt, you've been carrying the weight of it. I really believe that you're going to leave here free. After mm-hmm. this, I really believe that you're going to realize that it's not only this was not your fault. God has a plan. God has a purpose and all of it. Um, and I'll, I'll say this part of my journey through some of the traumatic experiences I've been through is realizing that God was with me. I think for me, that was the most and anybody that I've mentored. I'll tell them the greatest revelation of my life is knowing that whatever I walk through, I am not walking alone. I am not. And it's an it's it's an it's it it does the world a difference. And it makes you look at the world totally different when you realize even if you did mess up because some things you don't do right. And as men, there are some things that we don't get right. Um, But there is joy and knowing that we serve a God who does not leave us even when we do wrong. Yo, th- who who doesn't I- walk, go ahead, who doesn't walk away even when we mess up. And isn't that the beauty of grace? Isn't that, isn't isn't that the beauty of mercy? And it's 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 like, yo, you know you do not deserve this. But he's like, yo, I'm still right here. And everybody else left. Everybody else is gone based upon your works, based upon what you do. But that relationship is not based upon that. And and as secular or as non-Christian that I want this platform or, you know, I try to make it, you know, there is a spiritual component to being a man that you just cannot ignore because you are God's expression in the earth. And if anything is broken, if your car is broken, if you have a broken part, sometimes you have to take it back to the creator of that thing so it can be put back together again. And I really believe that you and I didn't get on here to preach, y'all. Hey, you, you boy, you preach it. I'm not trying to preach to you guys. But I believe I love God. Oh, yo, this is about to break me. I know I, 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 I serve of God. <laughs> One of my favorite scriptures is we are God's workmanship. And I actually got a whole tattoo about this scripture. Um, I don't know if you guys it's not. It's, yeah, it's, um, you can see it's, it. it's this arm. It's, it's like a stained glass window. You can't see it heart. But it's, it talks about God. We are God's workmanship. And one of the reasons why I love that scripture is because it taught when I hear that word, um, uh, when I hear that word uh, uh, about being his workmanship, I think of the word masterpiece. I think of um, mm-hmm. I think of the word I think of a masterpiece. And um, I love stained glass windows. And regardless if you know. If you go into any church or any place um, or uh, that has stained glass windows, one thing that you will notice is that it's a whole bunch of fragmented pieces of glass that have been mm-hmm. broken pieces of glass that have been put together to make a bigger picture. And if anybody ever broke the whole thing, nobody could really restore that image or restore that broken glass 
um, besides the person or people who created it. So therefore, you like you you just gonna be jacked up. So one thing I loved about that scripture is that we serve a God who 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 is crazy in love with you. And will pick up the broken pieces of your yes. life and will mm-hmm. put them intricately back together. He doesn't ask how does it get, how did it get broken? Who he doesn't ask whose fault is that? Why did it break? He just goes and he picks up those broken pieces and he puts them back together. I want to talk to a man real quick whose life has been shattered, whose hopes have been shattered, whose dreams have been shattered, whose name has been shattered. Whose reputation has been shattered I believe that you're watching live tonight Because God is saying to you I am here to put the pieces The broken pieces of your life back together again And he has assembled Tommy He's assembled Nino He's assembled Brandon He's he's put Joe in our midst To show you that these are pieces of broken glass These are masterpieces that I have put And I am putting back together again so, so for me, for me, I, I'll put it in what I Go would ahead, consider y'all. like Somebody shoe leather. Take this, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put it in shoe leather right quick. So for me, and 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 I'll I'll, I'll say this too, because there's different people on here watching. Some there's some men on here, and and I, I, of everybody here, nobody here has said I was the one that cheated. Okay, the odds are that out of everybody here, out of the five of us looking at each other, that one of the five of us has cheated on our wife. Maybe it came out, maybe it didn't. But the truth of the matter is that there's men on the other side that I promise you they're looking at it right now going, well, I I ruined my marriage. Okay, here's the awesome thing to tie what everybody is saying is that the formula for recovery is the same for the cheater and for for the husband or it doesn't matter either way. Okay, so there's a real popular thing right now in the church world. No God. Find freedom. Discover purpose. Make a difference. Okay. So, and I'll say this for those, there may be some people watching tonight. You're like, hey, I I get what y'all saying, but I don't do the Jesus thing. Okay. If you're an atheist or an agnostic, no God, understand, first of all, that there is something that is helping to control your life outside of you. Okay. There is something more powerful than you. Number one. That's right. Number two, find freedom. How do you find freedom? For me, it was through stability. Um, maybe, maybe it's through a, a, a mentor in your life. Maybe it's through a book that you're reading. that's helping you. Maybe it's through accountability. No God find freedom. One of the biggest things out there is discover purpose. And I'm going to say this for the people that are church hurt. Okay. And I tell people this all the time. I say, hold your thumb up. You got a thumbprint. Yeah. It's different than everybody else you've ever met. The, 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 the center of your eye, the very center of your eye is built structurally different than anybody else on the face of planet Earth. God cared more about your parents getting together and having sex less. He cared less about them having sex the more and more about who you came out to be. He put those two people together so that that thumbprint and the center of that eye would be different than anybody else. He would have never went to that trouble if he didn't have a purpose for you, if he didn't have a purpose. Otherwise, you'd be dead. You wouldn't be here. So I would hear all of this, right? And I would go to church and church. I would go and say, Hey, look, I'm divorced. Are you divorced? Well, you know, you could be a good saint. And next thing you know, I'm facing judgment from people at church. Okay. And I couldn't figure out how I was supposed to ever activate my purpose. Romans chapter 12, verse two, be you not conformed to the patterns of this world, but you transformed transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I realized all of a sudden it was in my head space. 
That's where I had lost my purpose was in my headspace. So now all of a sudden, I don't need somebody else to affirm my purpose. I need to know, first of all, and I'm going to say this too, whether you were the cheater, whether you're the one that was cheated on, whether you're on a bar stool, whether you're in a pulpit, your purpose does not change. And it took me a long time to figure that one out. Man, say because that Because the same purpose, whether you're whether you on a, whether you're the cheater or the one that's been cheated on, whether you're on a bar stool or in a pulpit, your purpose does not change. So the purpose that is in your life, the purpose, the goodness, the things that you can do for the eternal portions of life, it does not change. It may be delayed because of what has happened. It may be delayed because of what you have done. But that does not negate the purpose in your life. That doesn't mean now all of a sudden, well, I'm just sucking oxygen. No, if that's the case, you'd be dead. Okay, there is a purpose for your life. And whenever you go to church and you say, well, they ain't helping me. Hey, Romans chapter 12, verse two, get your mind right. Understand the purpose from God, not from church. Get up, dust yourself off, because the fourth step of that is make a difference. What does that mean? That makes I'm making a difference not only in my life in my children's life, but I'm also making the difference in the life of other people. And I'll say this, that's one of the reasons of the I am man podcast is because you understand, you know, you found God, you found freedom from your life and the things that had happened to you, the things that you had done to other people. Next thing, what happened right after that, you understand, Hey, I have a purpose. I have a gift. I have a calling. And now what are you doing? You're using that calling to make a difference in somebody else's life. That is the formula, the four steps to me to walking out, of divorce. Hey Rob. Yo. Hey Rob, I got I gotta correct you. My money isn't messed up. So this happened in 2016 while I was going through all that child support, fifty thousand dollars. Six months later we bought our first house. <laughs> with my name on it. <laughs> I have a seven hundred dollar credit. I have a seven hundred point credit score. Which was when I first started hey! it was six twenty. <laughs> I said to say, hey, glory. I said to say, God honored, even though the world didn't honor me doing what was right. God honored it. Yes. And the Bible says, even if the world is against you, if God be for you, greater than the whole world against you. So, hey, he got, he got my back regardless, man. I'm good. Yo, just just to speak on that even more, what that that understanding the grace of God. Like I can literally remember the exact moment where it was like, where the light bulb clicked on, where it was like, okay, I can do this. I was literally in church, in the, in the, uh, in the cafe. Church had not started. Uh, it, it, I didn't, it, was like, it wasn't like no deep revelation. But at that moment, I lived like the, the moment I was deciding to get a divorce, I heard God say, whether you get the divorce or you stay married, you're still my son. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, when I when I felt that, it, it it gave me peace on the inside. Not necessarily like, okay, cool, I'm getting a divorce, but it gave me an understanding that no matter what happens in life, as long as I trust God in those moments, in those situations, He's going to take care of me. You know, there's not like you said, when you understand your purpose, there's nothing that can stop that. There's nothing that can prevent your purpose f- from happening. And just walking in that, I, I literally felt prior to. That moment, I literally felt like everything that God called me to do was over with. I was no longer going to be able to lead worship. I was no longer going to be able to minister. I was no longer going to be able to teach. I was no longer going to be able to do any of those things. I literally felt like it was over with for me. 
And it was in that moment where I heard that voice say that no matter what you decide to do, you're still my child. Mm-hmm. I gave it all to God. And like since then, and, and, it's, and it's not a bragging thing. I mean, I've had my bumps and bruises, but this has been the most blessed I have ever been in my life. This is the most peace I have ever had in my life, even in the midst of the things that have happened outside of, you know, just still dealing with my ex at times when that gets rough, dealing with, you know, my health, just recovering from COVID. I've never experienced this much peace in my life. I've never experienced being this blessed where God is constantly opening doors for me, constantly doing things. And and I give all credit to God and every chance that I can get like, yo, I'm just doing what God tells me to do. I mess up. I might mess up. I might, you know, do something stupid, but I know how to come back and say, yo, God, I did this. I'm sorry. Um, forgive me. And I just move forward with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you understand God's grace, it makes everything that much more sweeter. That's good, man. Oh, oh, one more thing. I'm sorry. My wife is on me. At the closing, when we got, we love, when we bought our house at the closing, remember I told you I had to empty up my account about $7,000. I got that check at the closing. Wow. <laughs> we didn't pay a wow. check. We got a check for $7,000. Wow. So that's, that's love, just, man. That's love. So you guys have proven and are proving that there is definitely life after divorce. Um, and even though, you know, situationships happen. Um, so what, are, what what does the future look like for you guys now? What is the future, Nino? What does the future look like for you right now? Um, well, I think my biggest mistake was not having myself established. I think I learned that after divorce um, was understanding that I didn't have like a vision for myself. Um, how can I come to the table with no vision? You know what I mean? Um, so it's not to say that I have it all together. It's but at least have something before me that I uh, I know that I'm trying to strive for. Um, and if there is a significant other along the way, then, you know, they have an understanding as to where I'm trying to head um, in that direction. Um, and I say that because I think the biggest mistake that we can do is dive into like a uh, relationship, not understanding, like not to say standards, but certain things you'll tolerate, certain things you won't tolerate. Some of the things that, you know, you want for yourself, some of the things you don't want for yourself. And I, I say that because you know, whoever comes before you, it's not to say that if they're not for those things, that they're, the, uh, that they're wrong. No, they're just not the person for you. So mm-hmm. I, I want to have a better understanding of, of what I want for myself and the direction that I'm trying to head before anything else. Um, and so, uh, for me specifically, I, I'm really trying to dive into this photography and videography and, you know, God willing, it continues to expand in the direction that it does. And let me tell you, yo, from, and I'm, uh, this is a shameless plug. Yo, shots by Nino. Nino is one of the best videographers that I have ever seen, that I've ever worked with. So I, I'm, I'm gonna look you up because that's my hobby too. By the way, we go, we go, we spend some time on that. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like my passion. I just want ten percent, yo. That's it. I just want, <laughs> I just want my ten percent. You feel hey, me? I, I gotta, I gotta throw this out there too, Nino. I know this is all, all off topic here, but I only know one. I only know one man from Chicago. His name is Tony Suarez, and you look and sound just like him. I just want to throw it out there. Stop it. You serious? Yo. If y'all don't know Evangelist Tony Suarez, y'all gotta go look him. 
him up. That man had preached the house down. Listen, I'm bring him up. Nino, Nino has one of those faces depending upon what his beard face look like. One day he'll look like he's Middle Eastern. The next day he'll look Puerto Rican. Next day, I think it's the reason like, why I have a passion for acting, man. <laughs> like he look, he can look like them all, yo. So listen, yo, I'm 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 just humbled that you guys have chosen to be on. I. Um, I am extremely thankful for your life um, and that you guys have proven that there's definitely life after divorce, yo. I'm, I'm excited. So listen, I want you guys, please don't be strangers to this podcast. Please don't be strangers to this platform. This is my open invitation to all of you, to Tommy, Nino, Brandon, Joe, that you guys are welcome um, on the I Am Man podcast anytime that you want to come on be like, yo, Rob, I'm ready. And uh, you guys can come through. Yo, I'm excited. Yo, on Facebook land, um, YouTube land, the Iron Man podcast, yo, show them some mad love. Go find them. Um, go find them. Joe, um, Joe, um, his name is of his company is Joe Speaks Hope. So go look him up. Brandon, where's your church at? Renew Church, north side of Houston, Texas, Conroe, Texas. Conroe, Texas. No, Nino, where can we find you at? IG, official shots by Nino. You know, on Facebook, shots by Nino. Good, good. Tommy, where where, where can we find you at? Uh, you can find me on social media at Tommy Billups. It's T-O-M-M-I-E. That's Tommy with the I-E. And also, you can check me out on my website, www.tommyb.com, and uh, just connect. Cool, cool. Yo, Joe, this must be your, uh, is this your wife, Gabby Nicole, on here? Because she, she, she is showing love. She, she's, a, she's a trooper, man. She's a trooper, yo. Um, and so, so, listen, you guys, listen, you can also follow me um, on in, on social media. You guys look me up, Robert Marshall. Um, it's at Dr. Rob Mar Jr. Um, go to my website, www.robertHMarshall.com. Yo, I'm, I'm real just interested really quick. Are you guys working on any projects during this quarantine? Uh, I am. Uh, I actually got something that I'm releasing uh, this on the on May 8th. It's a song called Wide Open. Uh, and I was actually able to work with a guy remotely. I haven't met this guy in person. Uh, we've only interacted via social media and we were able to complete a, a, a whole project and it's super dope and it's kind of dealing with this t- topic of, of divorce and moving past it and how to love and live afterwards so uh, it's called Wide Open it'll be available everywhere May 8th so check that out sweet good right. good well once again thank you guys for joining us yo I love you guys and I wish the best for all of you alright thanks guys everybody Facebook land we love you we love you the I am man podcast is produced by men for men we are here to support men through their individual journeys to authentic and holistic manhood we believe men play an essential role in securing the future of generations and deserve to be seen and heard our podcast is a safe space where men from all walks of life can come and process through life's challenges to become the best versions of themselves